There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble will be facing Randy Orton and AJ Styles and LA Knight. Yeah, in a fatal four-way, which was set up on the New Year's Revolution episode of SmackDown. Welcome to the Rest Talk Podcast. I'm Pete Quinnell. I'm joined by Sat E. Nyangi. It's Sat E. Day here. Tempest is in Canada until today. He's flying home today. So next week, he'll be back on your screens as usual. Um, but yes, welcome to the Rest Up Podcast. If it's your first time here, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like. Why not? As we're going to review this episode of SmackDown, the New Year's Revolution episode of SmackDown. We're going to start by talking about the main event, uh, because that was the big thing of the show, which was a number one contender's triple threat match between Styles, Orson, and Knight to determine who's going to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Now we had... Before you continue. continue. Yes. Happy New Year! Let's go. <laughs> you just had it boiling inside it, of you. It was. It's because, you know, I haven't seen everyone since last year. <laughs> so yeah. happy new year, guys. So yeah. I have. Twice. Exactly. I, yeah. I haven't. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's still a new year. It is the 6th of January. Yeah. You can still say that. Okay, sure. Yeah. I think this might be the last day. Once it gets into the second week of January, too far. Really? Yeah. Like if it, maybe tomorrow. And then beyond that, can't say anymore. I'm that guy. If I haven't seen you for a year, I'll go to you. Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa. Birthday. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm that guy. It's me. I'm that guy. The guy that you go, why? I'm like, why not? I haven't seen you in a while. So I've got a list of things to catch up on. For you guys, it's just Happy New Year so far. So Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm threatening you with it. <laughs> You Sorry. better have a happy new you year. You better have a if happy new year. If you don't, Sat's yeah. going to get you. Yeah, we're going to give you great content this year. So you better love it. Yeah. Like, subscribe, comment nice, positive things. Yeah, we take critics, you know, criticism as well, sure, whatever, you know. <laughs> free free reign and everything like that is your opinion, whatever. But yeah, enjoy the show. Interact. It's going to be lovely. Yeah. Off to Pete. Sorry yeah. for interrupting you. You're all good, Sat. We start off with the main event, the triple threat match, uh, which felt... Pretty like a big deal. Um, number one contendership match. It was, and this was a very good match. Really good. Very much enjoyed this. And at various points in the match, it looked like anybody could have got the win. Like Knight hit the BFT on Autumn, but Styles stopped the referee from counting three. Mm -hmm. You know, stopped stopped the referee's hand from hitting the the mat kind of thing. Um, 
And at one point, uh, Orton hit the RKO off. Uh, Styles doing a springboard, but sick. Knight returned the favor, pulled the referee out the ring to stop him getting the thing. Bit of a heelish move, but it's okay. I think it's fine. How the hell? I want to win the match. I don't yeah. care if you boo me. It's not about you and guys. Like, it's about it's me. within the rules, but also a bit don't hit the ref kind of thing. It's just like a moral thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine. Moral schmoral. It's yeah. no DQ. I can smack you. You own many different referees. <laughs> Send me another referee. Just go to the ref. Just like, yeah. Right. It's yeah. within the rules, mate. What yeah. are you going to do? It's true. It's no DQ. I'm like, Otis, send me another referee. I'm ready to win the match. <laughs> Why not? Um, but uh, there was also a point where uh, Styles hit a springboard 450 on tonight and it looked like it busted him open hard way. Like mm. he did that 450 and suddenly there was just blood over Knight's face. Like, oh, something hit which wasn't supposed to hit there. Um, but it was reaching that next level high gear part of the match when Roman Reigns' music hits and he comes out and the bloodline beat up everybody. They hit a powerbomb on AJ Styles. He does a Superman punch and a spear to LA Knight, and they do the, uh, the spear and Samoan spike combo to Randy Orton. Nick Aldis was at ringside he for this. He was disgusted. For this main event. And just as the bloodline was celebrating, Reigns is like, we've beaten them all down. We're great. I'm going to hold up my belt. Uh, Nick Aldis off mic just says to Heyman, um, Please tell your tribal chief that uh, at the Royal Rumble, it will be a fatal four-way against all three of them. Congratulations to him. Congratulations. So. Yes. And that's how the show ended. Mm -hmm. The match, thumbs up. Really like the match. Great, great Good combo fun. of guys. Like, yeah. they, they worked really well together. Mm -hmm. For people that are saying AJ Styles is washed, watch this match. I think they're washed. That's what I think of you. Yeah, your opinion is washed. <laughs> like AJ Styles jeans. <laughs> I, I hate AJ Styles trousers. I was going to ask you that question. That is like a topic of debate. I'm like, wait, so, 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 John Moxley can wear Steve Blackman pants, but you have mm -hmm. issues with AJ Styles wearing jeans. But I understand what you mean because he does high flying moves, so you're just worried about him splitting his pants. No. I just they don't look very good what you mean they don't look very good what's good for the goose is good for the gander whatever that means I know I just said what the gander isn't the goose but I always say it because you, you, you know when you're a kid until you say words you're like sure it sounds it sounds plausible because it comes out of your mouth but yeah what's good for the Moxley is good for the Styles they're not the same what's good for Dean Ambrose is good for Styles I don't know if that's true either yeah uh, Dean Ambrose wore jeans because you know you, you, can say, you can say that Moxley with joggers or whatever he wears <laughs> I call it Steve Blackman pants because he looked like Steve Blackman but no, anyway, yes um, not to get off you know off the rails like, like I usually do trying to stay within the plan and remit of what we're talking about I'm with you man AJ Styles should wear tights but I, I'm all about giving people the freedom to wear what they want I'm with you <laughs> this yeah. is off the rails sir. back on the rails it's still within the same match <laughs> what's this gear in the match he's wearing jeans for goodness sake and you hate the jeans I don't like the jeans either but I said he's allowed to wear jeans if we accept everyone else wearing jeans and basketball shorts it's a new generation of wrestling guys Anyway, the match yes, the was match. great. Yeah, the match was incredible. Um, now, the finish, mm -hmm. I think, has got people talking. And I've seen a lot of people praise what's happened. I might be in the minority here, but I didn't really like it. Um, because I didn't get why Reigns wanted to beat all of them up. Because if, if the mm -hmm. logic is that he wanted to take everybody out before the Rumbles, then he didn't have a challenger. Mm. Then he should have murdered them. He should have killed all of them. But what he did was he came out and he hit a powerbomb on AJ Styles. Okay. He hit a Superman punch and a spear on LA Knight, which like might win him a match. Maybe. Might. But that's a might. It might keep his shoulders down for a, for a three count mm -hmm. at best. And the Samoan spike spear combo like didn't even 
pin Jey Uso at Money in the Bank. Like, it's it's a bunch of finishes. If he was going to, like, try and injure them to take them out, okay. I, I can understand that logic. If it is, I'm going to come out and hit a finisher on them. He's seen the show. He knows that doesn't work because the general manager just goes, well, it's all of them now. Well done. You've ruined this match, and I, now I'm going to ruin your life because it's all of them in a multi-man match. Here you go. It's happened so many times. Yes. Roman knows this. We've we've seen it. We mm-hmm. all know it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's happened to Roman before. It has. Like he, probably, yeah. like he knows this. It felt very, I don't know, stupid of Roman to do it. You know, and I, d- I didn't, I didn't like it. You know what? I agree. But for there the benefit of his podcast, there's the but. For the benefit of his podcast, we're gonna dig deep into why he did this asinine thing. Okay, here we go. Hit Could it be it. number one mm-hmm. as a bully? Uh huh. He was trying to see how far he can push things because he knows with Adam Pierce he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. This Nick oldest guy, he thinks he controls my show. Let me see how far he's willing to go. Okay. So the fact you said that he could have murdered him, no, nah, because I'm gonna like hit my finishes. I'm gonna ruin the main event. What are you going to do now that ruined the main event? Mm. And Nicole is like, fatal four-way. Neither. Like, oh, crap. That, I think, I, that feels like a very dumb move if that's the case. Uh, it, you, come, come on. If you're deluded, remember the guy's deluded. I if know. He's, if he, was, he lives in this place called Island of Relevancy. I looked up on the map. It does not exist. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, exactly. I know. Damn. I'm, I'm like, Island of Relevancy. I can't find it. I was like, is it, is it Epstein Island? Whoops. <laughs> Couldn't find it. Does not exist. It's not on the constellations. It's not on the map. It does not exist. So yeah, this guy is the Lulu, as the words are used today. Kids of today, he's the Lulu. Mm-hmm. He's delusional. He's trying to see if he can. He's in charge, and this guy said, "I'm in charge." He goes, "No, it's my show. It's my WWE. It's yeah. my camera. It's my this. Everyone come to see me." And Nicole is like, "Yeah, but you're, we made you." So I think it's like a game of chess. He's playing with Nick Aldis to see how far he can get away with it. Because you're right, he could have taken him out. But I think he just wanted to be a nuisance and be like, nah, I don't care for this match. Nah, this match is not going to happen. Because in his mind, like, if I scrap this match, I don't have to wrestle. Because think about it. Have I been wrestling the last few pay-per-views? No. Maybe I want January off. Maybe I want another vacation in the island of relevancy. Mm-hmm. You know? So I was thinking, you know, maybe it's more about exerting his power. Wiggling his toe in the pool. Sure. <laughs> I still think it's dumb. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, I can't, I can't absolve dumbness. A, a dumb heel move when it's not meant to be a dumb heel. It's meant to be a Machiavellian. He's, type he's character. meant to be a very smart heel, and I think that's why it grates me too much. If it was Grayson Waller doing this, I'm mm. like, okay, sure, yeah, whatever, he's dumb. But if it's Roman Reigns, the ever calculating, manipulative Roman Reigns doing all this, I'm like. I don't think he'd do that. But you know? But you know what happened, people? Uh, alleged smart people with power do dumb things, like, you know, they do Brexit and stuff like that. So that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Roman Reigns, after a while, when you get drunk with power, you do dumb things. That's what happens. You're I mean, dumb sure. Things, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's justifying what is a very stupid booking decision. I'm, I but, can't justify know, it. I'm just throwing out fine. why he would do dumb things. You're, yeah, you're kind of sure. like, why did he do a dumb move? I'm like, well, in his mind, he's like, nothing I do is dumb. When you're telling people, when you have someone, he has someone that tells him he's beautiful all the time. Mm-hmm. You're great. You're my tribal chief. You're the best of all time, you know? And they lied to him. His title reign the past years because of Solo Sokoa, but you, mm-hmm. they wouldn't mention it. We live in a land. He's a bit deluded. I'm delusional. So when you get someone challenging him, sometimes you're like, you're getting challenged and instead of thinking rationally, he's reactionary. Mm-hmm. He ain't rational, he's reactionary. Yeah. I, yeah. 
He saw, it, I, it, it felt like there wasn't a reason for him to come out for this match. Like it wasn't, it wasn't provoked yeah, or know, anything know, like that. It, you know, it wasn't. But, I know, I know. No one, no one, no one dissed. Like no one dissed his family. No apart, one apart from the Rock. Exactly. That's the only person. Maybe, and maybe, what, and maybe, maybe you can frame it as like he's pissed off at the Rock. Yes. So he just wanted to beat some people up. Yes. Would have been good to have a segment to set that up. Maybe exactly. I think that's what you hate. You hate the fact that we're filling in the blanks and we yeah. should be filling in the blanks. Exactly. Because in your mind, you're like maybe saying. Hey, Dwayne, look what I've done. Hmm? My table, my seat. Yeah, and that's fine. And I think we can put that together if we wanted to, because mm. there was the Heyman promo yes. to mention The Rock. Which was there was beautiful. the bit at the start of the show where Reigns was laughing at The Rock. And you could probably fill in the blanks and try and connect the dots and be like, okay, maybe this is why. Yes. But I feel like they, they there's like a line. When it comes to storytelling, you need to, to tell enough so that people rationally will fill in the rest. You don't want to tell 100% of everything right. because you want some subtext, right? You want yes. some people to be able to, to fill in a little bit of it. But when you leave too much of it, then it's, then it's not enough, you know? And I don't know exactly where that line is. Mm -hmm. This felt like not enough. To put the spotlight back on you. Yes. Don't be a Stone Cold Steve Austin and say like, no, brother, that's not good for me. What would you have done if you, Pete, in the writer's room, like Pete, we have a main event. It's a triple threat match. We need to somehow make it into a fatal four-way. What would you have done? Don't book a triple threat match. Okay, what would you have done alternatively? <laughs> alternatively, what would you have done? Would you have done a beat the clock challenge or something? So, I, yeah, I maybe not beat the clock because I think it's dumb, but something where people had to, I don't know, qualify for it or something along those lines where maybe it's, I know they were just doing a tournament for the United States title, but some sort of qualification tournament type elimination style match or something like that, right. you know? where you have multiple people in it. We get down to these three at the end of it, and you have either Aldis and Reigns get into like a little thing. So Aldis being spiteful is like, okay, fatal four-way then, idiot. Or something that provokes Aldis to make the match. Something that Reigns does makes provokes Aldis into the match that isn't ruining a number one contenders match. That sounds convoluted. I think that's where they went with the lazy option. Fatal four way of triple front match interfered with fatal four way. Mm -hmm. Cool, bye bye. Maybe, do, that's it, maybe do a I three think, do a three way pin and a triple threat. I don't know. Something. Something creative. That would never unless you do it that wouldn't. Like someone will always lose at the end of it's like it's like doing a pinning submission. Pin and submission combo. Pin, someone gonna submit it. Someone's not gonna lose. I've never seen a three way loss in my in my in my Exactly. Viewing. Isn't it new and exciting, Sat? I've just made up a thing. But isn't it new and cool? And look how we're, we're, we're like turning into nuts to actually make sense of it. Nah, the, the lazy it option. Super easy, super easy. Check it out, check it out, okay. check, check it out. Comment below, guys. We're gonna move on from this, but comment below and let us know how you'd have booked it or is the, the way the match ended fine? Because that's what we're having a debate. Is the, the finish we saw fine or should something creative should have happened to get there? Now, now that I've seen it, I'm like, it sounds long. Just do, I, I'm going over the lazy option. I'm just lazy. Check it. Here's how it works. All right. RKO on LA Knight. Yes. Right. Orton goes for a pin. Yes. Springboard 450 from AJ Styles. Yes. Bang on top of him, right? Yes. Each of them falls off. Mm -hmm. And each of them are on top of each other. Yes. In like a, in like a triangle. And, a, yeah. and they all pin. Super easy. You're saying that style, you're saying Styles landed on, on Randy Orton and then he turned around. And, and then he, he turned over because he's so spent from the match. <laughs> yeah. And then what it showed it's is flawless. A, and what it showed is a spilt like, Pancake batter. <laughs> yeah. And they're all just in like a, a big triangle. And the ref goes, one, two, three. And the ref is like, uh, one, two, three? All three of them win. What? It's dumb. But making a fatal four-way from a number one contenders match is inherently going to be convoluted, which is why I wouldn't do one. 
I would make a different way to get to a fatal four way. Well, if it's if it's like Reigns has disrespected mm-hmm. Nick Aldis, mm-hmm. and Nick Aldis is like, you won't even get to WrestleMania as the champion. You're not even going to get to The Rock or whatever's pissing you off this week because I'm going to put these guys up against you. But everyone guessed it was either going to be Orton winning or Fatal Four Way. So every, so yeah, every, back of your, in your back of your mind, you knew this finish might because be because they were building to it this yeah. way because they done they chosen this option. If you didn't choose this option and you had a different way to get there, people wouldn't have predicted it. That's mm. just that's just the way it works. And then they went with the predictable options. We're there, Rumble. Okay, Four Way. Now that I've been on this whole thing that they've been talking about the whole time and, yes. and the way they booked it. I will say, I'm excited for a Fatal 4-Way. You are. I think, I think it's going to be a fun match. Yeah, because remember, he was not upset with the Fatal 4-Way, it's just how we got there. Exactly. I don't like yeah. the way it was booked, but yes. I like the fact we're doing a Fatal 4-Way. That's fun. Yes. I would have been happy with Orton versus Reigns. I still think that would have been good, but I'm also happy with the Fatal 4-Way. Also should be good. I'm excited for that. It goes to show you that Orton was going for a long time because he could have been used up a long time ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy that that feels fresh to have an Orton Reigns feud. It's crazy. Um, and also, another thing I didn't like was that the match just kind of ended. It's an ODQ match, and he hits and finishes. They can't they're, continue. They're probably fine. Yeah, but in Nick Aldis's mind, I don't know how long does that take them to get back into his match. It's going to be awkward. It'll be dead air. It'll be like, it'll be like fans are sitting there. Is he? I did wake. I, uh, he's, he's stirring a bit. His back looks messed up. I don't know. I guess I'm like, Security or something to get the bloodline out of there. Have the match carry on. No, in his mind, you ruined my match, so I'm gonna ruin your night. Yeah, it's not ruined. Yeah, no, all this is being he, petty. He beat, he beat all of them up equally. So you know, everybody's on equal playing field now. As Have the match as, carry on. No, but as far as this concerned, okay, okay, okay. Now getting out. In all yeah. this mind, yeah. Roman was so eager to be in his match. I might as well make a fatal four way. Sure. Yeah, you're yeah. like you, you, you really want to be in this, don't you? Yeah. Fatal four way. There you go. See. You know, if he'd have said that, that might not have been as bad. That made you laugh. And I also, I didn't like the fact that it was off mic. There's so many little bits I oh, don't yeah. like. The pop, the pop that would have been like. Right, like the, the moment of him being like, I'm going to get you back, Reigns. We don't get to see because that's just going to be off camera now. That's going to be between weeks. But that's his style. Look how he debuted. Nic- yeah. Nicole, this guy. Yeah. No music, nothing. So he's kind of, he's understated. But now I realize uh, Nick Aldis is becoming my favorite authority figure since Mick Foley. Because I was thinking who had, you know, who stood up to people. Mm-hmm. I, I, initially, I said Eric Bischoff in terms of general management, in terms of authority figure, mm-hmm. he might get, get to the Mick Foley level, the original mm-hmm. Mick Foley run as commissioner. Mm-hmm. That was a good run. But, but despite all of my things that I didn't like about this, Fatal 4 Way at the Rumble should be great. And I'm excited for it. Um, I, I at least think it's going to be a different style of match than we're used to for a Reigns title defense. And that makes me excited because we've kind of got the, the Reigns formula for a while. Yes. Uh, We've had perfect matches as well. Yeah. But a fatal four-way is new. Uh, And I I think that these three guys in this match worked really well together. So when you add a Reigns to the mix, I think it should make for a really interesting cocktail at Royal Rumble. So I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I didn't like how we got there, but I'm very excited for the match, which is always a good thing. So that's a thumbs up. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say about the main event. I think it was really good. Uh, The match itself was real good. We spent adequate amount of time on this. Indeed, we have. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, so let's do the rest of the show now, shall we? Uh, the New Year's Revolution show of SmackDown, which started with a recap of Rock's return on Monday. Uh, and Reigns was asked about, like, well, any comments on The Rock? And he just laughs and walks off. Not they're, taking him seriously. They're saving that initial... He, he doesn't want to verbalise his name until he sees him. They, they, it's that money. Mm-hmm. That first that first promo is what everyone is, is like, bobbling for. Mm-hmm. After you have it, you'll be like, yeah. 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 I don't... I, don't, I think the match is going to be kind of ass when they have it. Listen, it's they're going to do it. Elbow elbow and arm with it with a collar and able collar and elbow tie up and and the, the rock might pull pull a peck <laughs> god i hope not it's look it's 10 years after he tore uh-huh. everything you know what i'm yeah. saying he's not older well, and he's even more jacked than it's before. 11 years it was mania 29 he right? gets bigger every 10 years yeah. so please if you leave it longer he might become an actual rock yeah <laughs> immobile <laughs> moving <laughs> <laughs> We started off uh, the the wrestling on this show with the finals of the US title tournament of Kevin Owens versus Santos Escobar. Escobar. Uh, we had Logan Paul on commentary for this one. And I thought this match was pretty good. Um, I quite liked it. Uh, KO won clean in the end. These guys pulled out a couple of their bigger moves that they got in their arsenal. Really nice like rolling senton from the middle rope from KO, which was really cool. I hadn't seen that in a while. Um, and 
yeah, I, I thought it was real good. Uh, a very good match, and KO won clean with a stunner. So it's going to be KO versus Logan Paul at the Rumble. It, it was a great start to the show, and also little nuances. Angel and Humberto came out with Santos in the beginning, and you had the former Legado guys, uh, LWO guys of Cruz and uh, Joaquin come out to even the odds and mm -hmm. alienate the guys away from interfering in the match, which was good. And that was like right at the start as well. At the start, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't so like... So they just had a match, mm -hmm. which was good. Straight up match. And also uh, Logan Paul made an appearance. He did some commentary. Mm -hmm. Someone must have smartened him up about when you make fun of KO, also compliment him because he was more yes. complimentary. He was really trying to compliment him. He really wanted to be a dick and just be like, oh, I don't care about anyone. I'm the greatest. And then he was like, but I am impressed with Kevin Owens. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I think either Kevin Owens himself or someone went to him, hey, you know, the more you crap on someone, like, you know, is that theory about when you crap on someone so much when you beat them, it means nothing. But when you... Um, you know, talk about the good qualities. It mm -hmm. makes them look great. It makes you look great by yeah. being someone that is great. Yeah. Yes. I uh, I I did enjoy that. I, he started off doing that crapping on everybody gimmick, which I was gonna be annoyed about. Mm. But he changed tech really quick. Where he, where I think it might have been Corey asked him to spell it. You know, you've been watching this US title tournament. Who have you been impressed by? And he goes, Oh, absolutely no one, because I, I'm here and nobody can even come close to me. And I was like, Oh God, we're gonna have this for the whole match. That's not great. And then he was like, but you know, I got to give it to Kevin Owens because you know he's putting up a good fight and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, that's that's something. He that's can, an improvement. He, yeah. he can be that heel dick and also admit like he doesn't want to admit it, but yeah, all right, he's good. No, like, he good. he is a natural born sports entertainer. Mm -hmm. Like he, Logan Paul, you know, uh, I, I I heard of him as a YouTuber and you know celeb doing influencer boxer guy. Mm -hmm. But as a wrestler, because I know people have opinions on him and his real life personality and uh, his actions or whatever. But mm -hmm. in terms of forgetting everything you know about him in wrestling world, he's incredible. He's incredible. I agree. Even though I, I, the little things he does need to fix up on is the storyline story telling. Because he can do the moves. You know, the one who goes, I can do moves, baby. Because nah, it's just not the moves. It's, it's what you do in between the moves. Mm -hmm. That he needs to get better at. If yeah. he had NXT run, he would get better at. But mm -hmm. in terms of like everything else, top-notch promo is believable it doesn't sound like he's reading from a script mm -hmm. you can tell he naturally been talking crap since he was a kid so it yep. helps him you know lay you know the talking points really well yeah and speaking of after this match ended logan paul did a quick promo as well um kind of crapping on canada because they were in vancouver and mm -hmm. kevin owens is canadian but there's no way that a canadian's gonna win this u.s title uh Sports reference. Um, yeah, everyone. The Canucks, yeah, yeah, the Canucks haven't won in a while. Blah, blah, blah. Boo. Boo. Something about a Stanley Cup, I think. Yes. Um, and then okay. Kevin Owens just knocks him out with the cast. And have you seen the, the photo that Logan Paul posted? No. Apparently, it got him real good. Oh. <laughs> he's got, got a little shiner on the side of his face. I wonder how much is that <laughs> as a receipt. Yeah. Um, it was funny. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I like that. And again, excited for that match. I think it's going to hump when we get to I know, but you know, it's obvious who's going to win the match. Because in, in my mind, I think it's going to be LA Knight versus Logan Paul. Because yes. they already set seeds for that yeah. match to happen. Yeah. So for KO, they either they give, um, you know what? Not either if. It's been telegraphed. Waller and Fury are going to interfere at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cameron Grimes, it might be the little buddy who just can't stop. He can't sure. get there in time. Yeah, but yeah. I do think we it's kind of be telegraphed how the match is going to mm -hmm. go. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want them to interfere because I think KO and Logan could have a great match. Just by I mean, themselves. like at the end. I mean, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to protect KO because I don't want... KO shouldn't be losing to Logan Paul. I'm of, of that mindset. Fair. But if they are going to do it, please protect him. Or, or, yeah. This is KO. Yeah, that's fair. Um, backstage, Cameron Grimes said hello to <laughs> did, uh, yeah. Logan Paul, Grayson Waller, and Austin Theory, and said, "Nice to see you, met Kevin." And then they go in like, oh, "What? What? I know, I know. What? Could you believe what? it? Could you believe that?" And then that? They, they shoved him a bit. 
Could you believe that's that's, that's what you do with Cameron Grimes? You just come, <laughs> that guy's got so much charisma, so much you can do with him, and then wasting him. But then again, that could be a Cameron Crossism where it's like we've got so much going on, we're gonna push, we're gonna push him eventually. Just we've got so much going on, he's he's just a body right now, mm-hmm. and he's proven that with patience. He'll push a wrestler. Yeah, it's just there's so much going on. He's like, you're not, you're not part. You haven't made a cut. You're going to be Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Okay, stop mm-hmm. crying. You haven't made it this year. Yeah, but next year, I promise I got you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of like ah, oh, seeing him just be a guy. Yeah, it set up a match between Grimes and Waller for next week. Uh, we then had an in-ring promo from Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. <laughs> Uh, Lashley saying he wants to get back to the top. He wants to be the almighty again in 2024. He's coming for the gold or whatever. Uh, declares himself for the Royal Rumble match. Street Profits saying they want gold as well, so they called out Judgment Day and been like, we want the tag belts, so keep your head on a swivel, Judgment Day. But then, they were interrupted. Spooky Titantron. Tick-tock. It's time. Wait, no, hold on, sorry. There it is. Karen uh, Cross. Uh, spooky. The lights go out. Karen Cross walks out onto the stage. There's Scarlet next to him. And then there's Paul Ellering. What? And then in the ring, AOP swarm the three of them. Beat him down. Karen Cross gets in. AOP hit a super collider on the Street Profits. Karen Cross hits his weird convoluted finisher onto Bobby Lashley. And then he stands tall. So now we have a new faction. The Karen Cross faction. What are your thoughts, Sat? Paul Ellering's face the whole time was like this. <laughs> Just in case you think, what am I doing? Watch the show. Paul Ellering was like this the whole way through. He's He's got such a mean scowl. No, but yeah. he's also aged in the last what, five, six years. So yeah. he looks even more old. So he's like, yeah. old man energy. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, thoughts on this. So as people who watch the SmackDown podcast know, I've been a Karen Cross apologist for a while. <laughs> Because I feel like he has the look, the promo. They need to nail down the character to be a main eventer. I do feel mm-hmm. like he is, someone said it that he's he's like a Triple H by proxy. So Triple H sees yeah. himself in guys. Yeah. So in Triple H's mind, if Karen Cross doesn't succeed, he's an f- abject failure himself. So he is like, like kind of like Bobby Roode and everyone. There's like Triple H variants. Karen Cross is the spooky variant of Triple H. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So Triple H sees himself in him. Even like how he comes across an interview, very professional. Like he's very much is like a Triple H minded kind of guy. Very, he gets things. Anyway, so he wants to push him as a main eventer because if he doesn't, he's a failure. Triple H talking is a failure. And also, um, there've been too many stop start pushes with Karen Cross. To the point where they've retconned all his losses as, as a part of a grander plan to get where he is. It's a smart way of wiping out his losses and making it mean something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when the Fiend said that he sacrificed himself for the Universal title against uh, Goldberg by sidetracking to another conversation. But with Karrion Cross, I think this version of him can actually work because the simple fact is factions or group are in WWE at the moment thanks to AEW influence and New Japan influence we got groups splintered all over the show and we've tried carrying cross by himself with Scarlett for like two years it hasn't really worked out AOP for, for the people that followed NXT and the last few years pre-pandemic Raw they're, they're great they're a great host tag team they're throwback to back in the days when you'd have big tag team throwing people around the ring 
Paul Ellering's a good promo. He's also can speak a little mumbo jumbo as well. So be on the lookout for that. But putting them together is a great thing because the last time we saw AOP, they were disciples of Seth Rollins, who was the Messiah at the time. So they know about being around uh, megalomaniacal people, cult-like figures. So it works in their in their in a um it works in their um, arsenal because they've been stuck at home for over a year, being paid. Apparently, crazy. Yes, I want their job. Yes, <laughs> and then the thing is, I'm shocked about the fact they've been stuck for over a year. Is AOP is easily bookable in terms of putting other groups. There's been other wrestlers they can put them with. You know, mm-hmm. who knows? Then again, who knows? Maybe they were going to be with with Bray Wyatt, and we don't know. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's so many things that never come to fruition. But Karen Cross needs this because it's been the same thing for two years. If we had another year of Karen Cross with Scarlett. It would have been the same thing. So this is something different. And the fact that AOP is over with the uh, with the internet crowd, because you know, that's 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 where we sometimes live <laughs> on the internet. And their opinions were spouted on Reddit and, and X from those Twitter. Uh yeah, this is a good thing. I see this will work. Of all the versions of Karen Cross we had so far on the main roster, this may be the most successful one. I quietly agree in that I think that this could be one of the things that works the most out of Karen Cross. I think that bar is incredibly low because I don't think anything has worked so far on the main roster pretty much at all for for Karen Cross. I do think this version could be something that elevates it past that bar. Whether it actually becomes successful successful, I don't know. Um because for me, I like the look of them. I think they're they're fun together. It's exciting. I'm I'm into it. Does it solve the problem of Karen Cross not connecting to a crowd when the bell rings though? Because to me, no. No, but they did the one thing they haven't done with him before, which have him look like a threat. Because mm-hmm. the issue we've had with Karen Cross is he looks the part, but they haven't booked him as a the part. They mm-hmm. booked him as a geek. This is the first time he took up Bobby Lashley. He wasn't allowed to take up Bobby Lashley last year. He lost against Lashley doing the United States tournament um, mm-hmm. qualifiers. So this is a different presentation. I think the more he beats up people, the more people buy into it. And also have to remember, Judgment Day is, is a great example of putting together guys that were floundering by themselves together, looking powerful. I mean, Damien Priest wouldn't be mining a bank winner if it wasn't for Judgment Day. JD McDonough had an interesting gimmick in. NXT could have thrived by himself. Actually, he's worse off being in Judgment Day. That's my opinion because he <laughs> he actually a geek in Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. He was a sure he's a sociopath in ice baths and talking about anatomy in NXT. That's the guy we had before. And now, yeah, look, Funko head. That's what he's known as. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's more of a geek than Dominic. That, that, mm-hmm. That's bad for you. Yeah. Truth is more successful. Truth is the most popular character, and he's nothing in the group, JD. But what I'm trying to say is, you you put people in a group, you give them a clear uh, directive it'll get over. And I think this group can get over. This group may get a name before Bobby Lash and the Street Profits get their names. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise me because uh, Karen Cross got new merch on this one. They said mm. the final prayer on yes, it, yes. which I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being the faction's name. <sighs> Sounds like a great finisher. I don't know if I'll put it as a, a group name because you've got mm. Authors of Pain and Karen Cross in. What's the name you come up with? The final prayer. Final prayer is a good finisher name. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like, like a it. great finisher. So yeah. Tacoma's like, it's the final prayer. The final prayer have come out. I'm like, uh, this, come on, guys. This is much better cult names. You know, the age of cross, the cross cult or something like that. You know, the the the, the proclamate, the, you know, there's so many things. The revelation, the reckoning, the this. Final you can't prayer. have reckoning. That's me or Yim. Can't have that. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. That's how you make it. That's how you make people forget that's the name. <laughs> The reckoning are here. Yeah, it's the final prayer. It's it's also song. The name, that reckoning was also the name of Damon Priest's finisher. B- well. Bingo! Exactly. You can regurgitate that and, yeah. and put in other things. Come on. It's, look, it's the the final prayer here. 
like the ministry of something, the ministry like, of destruction, like something. But you like the final prayer? I like it. Final prayer did well last week. They beat, you know what I'm saying? Final prayer and judgment day. Oh, what a fight. Final prayer versus evolution. Final prayer versus the shield. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. You, you dig it? Yeah. See, he's he's on the bandwagon. I'm usually the first one on the bandwagon, but I'm struggling with this. Oh, I, I like my my favorite team of all time. Final prayer. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Because that's the, that's not a name of a group. That's that's a, that's a thing you do. Like I, I don't get it. I'm doing the final prayer right now <laughs> for them to get a better name. Please give me a better name. Please, it's my final prayer on this subject. Please. Yes. Moving on. Yes. Uh, we then had a women's title match of Eo Sky versus Meechin. Um, Meechin's still with Gallows and Anderson. Not AJ Styles. Um, but this match, I thought, was mm-hmm. pretty good. I think the crowd did not care initially. Um, but as the match went on, they got a little bit more into it. There's a couple of spots where they popped big four. There was a bridging German on the hardest part of the ring, the apron, um, <coughs> which was looked great because Eos guy is incredible. Uh, and also, Meechin did a second rope Styles clash. Why not? Which was rad. I popped massively for that one. That was really cool. Uh, but not long after that, um, Meechin went for a dive. EO just got out of the way. Samoa Joe approves of that spot. Uh, uh, so Meechin just had a, a rough landing on the mat. Uh, gets her in, knees, does a moonsault, and EO gets the win. Done. Very nice match, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, that, that's that, pretty much it. I don't, oh. have, I don't have any more thoughts. It was a really good match. I thought I was cutting them off. But uh, I was going to say that uh, we don't see Meechin wrestle often. Apparently, mm-hmm. she wrestled a handful of times last year. So this was, I think that's part of the reason why fans don't really connect because they haven't really seen her. She's like, yeah, they, they don't have a reason to care about her like, just yet. That's the backstage lady. That's the lady that slapped uh, Jimmy Uso. That's the mm-hmm. point of re- reference. That's yeah. the f- woman that hugged AJ Styles. That's, you know, that's the OC girl. So there wasn't much to uh, that's that shows you that she wasn't booked properly last year. But this year, oh, already she's having the best year of her life. <laughs> like I mean, she had a great performance against Eoskai, who's considered one of the best in-ring performers. Uh, she was able to hang and she did some incredible moves. So hoping moving forward, they continue the momentum of allowing Meechin to become a, a featured uh, wrestler on the show. Mm-hmm. So I am happy that she was given this opportunity. She made the most of it. Hopefully more great things come out of it. She's lumbered with a couple of guys that's happy, you know, making money, eating catering. That's a dream job of mine. Just making money, just doing nothing. It's a huge dream of mine. I really want that job. I really do, because I can never diss it. And then, and by the way, they're not in creative. They do stuff, they gave it to them, but they're just there like, all right, you can for us, cool, chill catering. Mm-hmm. But I do think Anderson and Gallows, all they have to do is turn heel and be with AJ and boom, done. Yeah. Th- that is like the magic serum to fix the old scene. Mm-hmm. Just turn them heel. Yeah. They're always best at heel anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman then cut a promo backstage saying there's only two ways to go viral. Date Taylor Swift and call out Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's saying that's all Rock's trying to do. He's just trying to find a shortcut to get back into the headlines again. He just wants to call, he wants to use Roman's name. Um, that's true. Uh, which, yeah, which kind of kind of correct. Um, and then he was also cutting a promo on uh, LA Knight and Orton and AJ Styles, just saying like, you know, everyone just wants to use Roman Reigns' name. Nobody's going to be be the head of the table, etc. It's a typically typically great Heyman promo. It was, it was the best Heyman promo in a while because he, mm-hmm. he gets to that point where he has a gimmick and he relies on his stick a bit too much and becomes a bit grating. It was the first time he actually went outside the box and cut a compelling promo. He name-dropped people like Cena, Lesnar, and Punk mm-hmm. as people that have been trying to use Roman Reigns' name for clout. So I appreciate him doing something outside the bubble because I've been kind of dreading 
me and you've been talking about the potential Roman Reigns and Rock feud where mm-hmm. both of these guys won't turn up for their said feud and <laughs> Paul Heyman has to carry it through himself yeah. and I was dreading it because Roman um, Paul Heyman can get a bit you know shrieky and do the same one note enunciation of phrases mm-hmm. and uh, you know he relies on his bag of tricks with too much but this is the first time I'm like alright this feels like a Paul Heyman, the human being, not Paul Heyman, the character, mm-hmm. cutting the promo. So I appreciated that because he got in him. It came to a point where I, was, I started thinking, I don't know if you have it in you anymore, Paul, because you got the same bag. You go, you see, he cuts the same promo all the time, like copy and paste. So I'm happy they did something different. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Um, yeah. If they do end up doing the Roman Rock feud and neither of them are there, each of them will have their proxies. So Roman will have Paul Heyman and Rock will have Pat McAfee. And it will just be Paul Heyman and Pat McAfee going back and forth. I wouldn't mind it if, if, if McAfee is going to be the, to- if not, because I, I assumed it'd be like Paul Heyman goes, I'm going to carry you by myself every mm-hmm. week, do a promo. Yeah, I just don't want that to happen. It'll be all right because the week before WrestleMania, we'll get Paul Heyman versus Pat McAfee in a match. It'll be great. <laughs> Paul Heyman dusting off his uh, trackies once again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then had a backstage promo with Damage Control celebrating EO's win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey keeps talking about her plan a plan, a plan all the time and saying, yeah, we're sticking to the plan. The next part of my plan is to have the Kabuki Warriors win the tag gold. Then after that, we can stick with my plan where I win the Rumble and I'm going to take the title off of Rhea Ripley. That sounds really exciting and fun. Um, But then they get interrupted by Bianca Belair Mm -hmm. and she says, I mean, you're not winning the Rumble because I'm entering the Rumble. So obviously I'm going to win. Um, So I'm looking forward to KODing you out the ring and stuff like that, which is quite good. But then afterwards... We've got a little little spice, a little spice into this segment where I believe, because my feed actually cut out for a little bit of this, but Me I believe... For, yeah, I didn't, yeah. See the, I didn't see the rest of Bianca's promo, just yeah. the ending of it. I, so she'd gone away, but then when it came back, it I think EO said via Dakota Kai that Bailey needs to take care of Bianca Belair as the leader of Damage Control. You need to take care of uh, the Bianca Belair problem because, you know, we don't want to ruin your plan. And I was like, ooh, there's a little bit of venom behind that your plan thing that, that Dakota was saying. I was like, that's good. I, I like I like the little subtleties of where we're going. It's nice. So condescending. Yeah. And it, it, uh, you see Bailey, she gets um, exasperated. She's more desperate each week. Mm-hmm. My plan, I'm a leader. Because she knows deep down inside that she lost control of this. She doesn't know what's going on. She goes, there's new members in my group I didn't approve of. Two of them. Mm-hmm. And they all speak the same language and I can't hear it. And yeah. my other friend seems to know more than I do. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm just a bit worried about this. So she she is like fighting so hard to appear like a competent leader. But she doesn't know that she really lost the vote of confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we've got a Bailey Bianca match next week. Um, I'm curious about what's going to happen in that one. Although she will never be Hugger Bailey, I do like the fact that her hair's in different bunches. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It can never be one bunches because she's not that character anymore, but she's got different. Her hair's grown. <laughs> she no longer has the character in her hair. I knew her, she's growing out mm-hmm. her hair, but yeah, I like what she's doing with her hair. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. She's giving me a very big Tracy Flick energy. If you've seen the film Election, you know what I'm talking about. You ever seen the film Election? Nope. You haven't? No. It's Reese Witherspoon and. Ferris Bueller, I forgot his name. He's, Ferris Bueller has a real name. I'm sure he does. He does, but he used to say Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Ferris Bueller is the teacher, and and uh, Reese Witherspoon is a student. She wants to win student uh, president. This is an election. It's got Chris Pine in it from American Pie. It's, it's I really know who good. Chris Pine is. Chris Pine, who plays Chris Pine. Oz, Oz Striker. He's Oz Striker. He's Oz Striker in American Pie. Is it Chris Pine? There's so many Chris's. Is Chris Pine in, in Star Wars or Star Trek? Chris, How many... Pines, Chris Pines in Star Trek, yes. Oh, that, that's the wrong Chris. 
No, it's the jock guy from American Pie. His name's Chris something, but I guess it's not Chris Pine. But he plays Oz. Chris Hemsworth. No, he, he, he Chris Oz. Evans. No, he plays Oz. He plays Oz. I can go on my phone right now and find his name, but I can't be bothered. You Google his name and you put it in the comment section and laugh at me. <laughs> anyway, Pretty Deadly had a tag match next. He did. Against Butch and a mystery partner who turned out to be Tyler Bate. Which me, personally, yay. Big fan of this move. How many years have you been down there? Oh, hold on. Let, let me let me let me do it. Hold on. That's all you get. He's been main roster ready since 2017. Come on, guys. But it's fine. It's only seven years too late. I want to find out. Has he beaten uh, Eric Escobar briefly? Vicky Guerrero's boyfriend. Because <laughs> you're thinking, who's Eric Escobar? You're like, it's not Santos. Eric Escobar who was in developmental in OVW, of the FCW. He was basically in development for a long time. And I think he had a record for the longest stint in mm -hmm. developmental for ages. Yeah. But the reason why Tyler Bates doesn't seem as bad because he started off really young. Yeah. But, but like you said, he's been ready. But I want to know who's longer, Eric Escobar or Tyler Bates. Who spent the most time I mean, in developmental? I mean, Bates was there since when he first won the NXT UK belt. I'm pretty sure it was 2016. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's nearly eight years. Three years, eight years. Yeah. Nearly, nearly. It's long. It's a long time. That's a long time. Um, but anyway, Tyler Bates on the main roster. Yay. That made me happy personally. Um, I thought it was bad camera work because you just saw Butch there and then like the Titantron changed and a couple of the people in the crowd went, oh, cool. And it was just a couple of people. Yeah. But we didn't see that. We just saw the Titantron change with no name or whatever. Then you just saw Tyler Bates walk out and it's mm. like, Who's the person? We should know who the person is. Come on. I want people to care about Tyler Bate. Make us care about him. Are we saying that, wait, no Kevin Dunn? Who are we going to blame now about this camera, camera work situation? Yeah. Well, this wasn't too many cuts. This was not enough. <laughs> cuts so we can see the name on the truck. Whatever. Um, and it was a shame that the crowd didn't care. But understandably, because they haven't been given a reason to care about Tyler Bate so far. I think it would have been a little bit better if they made a bit more of this. Because he just kind of was there there was no promos or anything no video package to explain who Tyler Bate is or anything of the sort for, for casuals you know casuals the crowd is what I'm talking no, about no 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 I'm gonna say you should know who Tyler Bate is if, if you guys did a pop quiz who's your first NXT United Kingdom champion who are you gonna say the name of the person is huh it's Tyler Bate they ain't, gonna, they ain't gonna know what NXT UK is you don't know what NXT UK is what, what kind of simple minded wrestling fans are you they're a WWE audience they're the casuals. That's who we're trying to appeal to, Sam. See, so you, are you saying they should have pumped in some crowd noise to make it seem... No, no, no not that at all. Never do that. So you, Terrible. So the anti popped it. <coughs> yeah, much better. Need real reactions. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would have preferred it if they had made a bit more of this, because as it was, it just kind of happened. Yeah, it's um, some guy in a bathrobe. Yeah, and like the crowd didn't know who he was. They got alive for some of his offense that i and for me this is not a criticism of a wwe audience or wwe versus AEW thing or whatever i just find it very interesting that you have this this sequence at the start where tyler bates doing this like chain wrestling sequence at the start and the crowd are like okay he does an airplane spin and they go hey a thing <laughs> it's like okay sure <laughs> i know i know 
Airplane spin. That yeah. worked. That worked in the great granddad's era of wrestling. Yeah. It still works to today. It's, yeah. it's wild. It is. Because I was going to say, massive upgrade for a tag partner for Butch. Mm. I'm actually excited about him being a tag team wrestler again. Yeah. Before I was like, get him out of a tag team of a bit stays in. The tag team of is in. But you found a tag team partner compliments him. That tag match was good. Mm. Also, if that's now a tag team going forwards, WWE tag division is getting real good. You know, because you got Judgment Day, you got the 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 Creeds now, mm-hmm. Alpha Academy currently, mm-hmm. you got Street Profits, mm-hmm. you got AOP, mm-hmm. you got Dun and Bait mm-hmm. now, and probably some others that I'm forgetting. The OC technically, dead, dead, pretty deadly, pretty deadly. There's more, there's more tag teams. There's more uh, tag teams. Uh, Humberto and Angel, Humberto and Angel, and LWO. Yes. That's like ten teams. That's more than. That's yeah. nice. That's more. Yeah. That's solid. That is, yeah. That's. On my hands, I can count yeah. actual tag team. Each side got their own tag team. It's good, right? Yeah, that's mm. nice. Now just split up the tag belts. You can have two divisions. And Next, we're fine. let's get rid of the Bushwhacker Butch name. Or confuse yeah. people. They'll think that Butch, Bushwhacker Butch has been wrestling for the last few years. He hasn't. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Get rid of the name. Pete Dunne. He's more than ready for it. It's not like a Gunter situation where Gunter works. You don't don't confuse people by going back. I think people accepted it. Mm-hmm. With Butch, it's kind of like it's weird. It's like his name's Pete Dunne. Give yeah. back his name. Agreed. Uh, the match itself was fine. Uh, Tyler Bate got a lot in this match, which is good. That's, the, that's the point of mm-hmm. the match, to get give him enough offense. Uh, and they won with a double Tiger Driver. I thought it was cool. Nice mm-hmm. little spot. Um, pretty deadly got nothing in this match. It's crazy. It was just a Dun and Bate show the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, it was good. I for my, for my Tyler Bate main roster debut match that I would book, eh. But, but it's nice to see him there. But that's the thing. I think that's the issue we've had with him. It's kind of like, what do we do with him? He's mm-hmm. a good wrestler, but what do we do with him? Mm-hmm. And they debuted him. It's like, that's the issue we had. You see that, Auntie Pop? Mm-hmm. Nothing we can do with him now. His, his, I really his, hope not. His physical. No, no, no. I mean, like, I meant character. I think they struggled. How do they market him? But I'm like, mm-hmm. just. Make him just do what he does. Make him wrestle. Ring the bell. I yeah. Think, I think the whole hair, I think this was meant to make him more marketable. It's kind of mm. like the clean cut look was like, I can't really market. Of course you can. He had a mustache that you twirl. And it's that's the thing that you market. It's fine. Um, what, Jim Anvil in the 21st century? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got facial hair gimmick. Yeah, yeah. you got to. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. It was nice to tell, tell about the main roster. And then backstage... Nick Aldis sits down with Ashante the Adonis the... of all people. Yes. And he says, you know, I just I just really need an opportunity. I've been itching to do something for ages. I think I'm ready. I just need an opportunity. And Nick Aldis goes, okay, I've got some ideas that I think you'll be excited to hear. And that's the whole segment. Now, do I think that this is a push for Ashante the Adonis? No. Do I think that this is a way to put him in a match against Karrion Cross and have him get murdered? Yes, that is what I think it is. And it's going to be like a, a Royal Rumble qualifier or something like that. It's like, here's your opportunity and you'll be facing this man. In comes Karrion Cross, murders the hell out of him and that's it. That's is, his opportunity. Are you saying his new gimmick is going to be underdog guy? No, no, he's not going to get a gimmick. That's the last we're going to see of him for ages. Are you sure? He's going to have the one week thing. He's going to have a match against Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross is going to murder him and we never see Ashanti again. And then we'll see him next week and he wants another opportunity. And next week he loses, loses, loses. Nah, lose, and the final nah week this is just a one week setup. That's it. Really? That's going to be the whole thing. He, he doesn't, he's he's a former Marine. He takes all the props sure that he likes about him. Because yeah. I know I'm, I'm with I you. Would, I would love for him to get a push. I just don't think he is. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm educated enough to critique him because I've never really seen enough of him. And unfortunately, he's always been the least charismatic member 
of um, Hit Row. He was the hype man. He didn't rap. You know, he was just like, you know, the hype, hyping up the others that did rap in the group. So when you when you do tier list of people you liked in Hit Row, unfortunately for me, he was the least interesting one. You had Swerve, Top Dollar, you know, B5, and then you had Ashanti Diodonis. You know, he did some decent moves in the ring and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but he never, he never really stood out, if that makes sense. But now he's by himself. Guys like that, you when you put them in a group, you kind of like cover up the fact that he's not the most charismatic. Maybe he's been held back. Maybe he's got more charisma than I know. So I'm going to do the whole wait and see thing. So I can't mm -hmm. really compliment based on what I've seen of him in the past. It's kind of like, I don't know, man. I, I Yeah, I'm going to hold off from commenting until I see what happens in the ring and what he can do. Mm -hmm. But it's very earnest, though. He cut a very earnest promo. Mm -hmm. It almost looked like a high school film going to the coach. Coach, you know, I just want to get on the team. And then mm -hmm. the coach is like, I see potential in you. I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. But Nick did good. He, Nick looked like a boss in that scene. Mm -hmm. I was like, go on, Nick. Yeah. Mm. I buy him as GM. He's great. He's great. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see what that is. If it's a push, I will metaphorically eat my hat. Uh, I don't think it is. Um, there's my prediction. Uh, and then we have the main event that we've already spoken about. Yes, we have. Um, overall, I don't think that this show lived up to the New Year's Revolution billing of it. What? I think that the day one Raw... I was like, came out of that like, damn, that was a really notable, great episode of Raw. This one, I came out of SmackDown, and I was like, that was fine. What do you mean? One show had The Rock and the other one didn't. That's not fair. Well, I mean, like, the, the big stuff that happened on the show was yeah. Tyler, Bates Tyler Bates' debut, which was, me personally, I'm very happy that he's there, but it was understated, and I think could have been done a little bit better. It was the AOP debut, which I thought was good, mm -hmm. but I'm still a bit like, is Karrion Cross reboot project number four going to work? Don't know. Uh, and then there was like the finish of the main event. I was like, eh, you know, I had some questions about the whole thing. There was nothing where I was like, amazing. Great. Love that. Understood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know came away mean. from being like, that was fine. That's a work in progress. Yeah. Which I don't know if you should be billing New Year's Revolution if it's not going to be a, a great show. You know what I mean? Once you had day one, must give him something. That's what someone's thinking. Like, Gosh, Pete. <laughs> We had a name in the factory and it fit the bill. Gosh, man. <laughs> you know, that was like, it's the new year. Give me time. I'm, 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 I'm a slow burner. I'm going to get there. But yeah, I know what you mean. What, what you, you, everything you said is valid. I mm. got no, I'm got no opposing views on that. You're right. They could have done more. They could have made it more stand out. But in their mind, they're doing little chess pieces. Little, they've put in little seeds that's going to grow throughout the year. And when we look back on that SmackDown, it will be more pivotal down the line. At the moment, it's like, huh? But down the line, you'll be like, oh. That was the start of something. Mm -hmm. It was. That's fair. Yes. Um, let's do some Patreon shoutouts before we uh, get out of here. We've got to say thank you to some very special people. Those are our pledge hammers over on our Patreon page. Thank you so much for being a supporter on our Patreon page. Uh, if you haven't visited our page yet, you should. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Loads of exclusive content over there, early access for stuff. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you to the British Bulldog, Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. He can last... He can last, Sean, for longer than you in the ring. Ah. Starbucks, Stephen Costa. Shield Maiden, the Zonis. $100 Man, C.D. Horver. He ran, Aaron Hanaran. He brings the fear, Amir Jones. A 
Pock Alex now. That's a great name. Andrew Gifford, the big red dog. Keeper of the mask, mystery, Angie. The Shrock Master, Austin Shrock. I'm afraid he's got some bad news. It's bad news. Bob the Ninja Goldfish. <laughs> Great name. Love it. Uh, thank you so much, all of our wonderful pledge channels on our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash Restalk if you would like to join today. Um, that, I believe, Sat, is the show. It's the show, guys. Welcome back to the audience. Welcome back. We weren't here. They haven't been off. We the, have. The, the, they haven't. I mean, welcome, they've been here the whole time. I mean, welcome back to the show. The show's back, guys. We're back. We're not giving you guys clips and stuff anymore. We're giving you new content. We're back. Sat E days are back again. 2024. Expect more next week. I've got Tempest with me next week. We're going to talk about more SmackDown. Is Karrion Cross in the group still running roughshod? We're going to find out. Same Sat E time. Same Sat E channel. Well, I can't do a better outro than that. So, yeah, that's the show. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll be back next week. Sat, we'll be back with Tempest. Tempest is back next week. Thank you for coming, nice. though. Of like, course. I appreciate you doing As that. Always. He doesn't do Saturdays anymore, so this is a big ask, man. This guy's <laughs> busy, man. You know what I'm saying? He's busy. Uh, but we're going to have loads more content in the week as well. Uh, on Monday, we're going to have the Collision Review. Tuesday, we've got Raw. Thursday, we've got Dynamite. And Saturday, we're going to have SmackDown. So much content. So subscribe for all of that. Like the video. Why not? Thank you guys for watching. I've been Pete Quinnell. I've been joined by Satin Niangi. And we'll see you guys soon. Jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.